0: The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one NFL podcast. I'm your host, Nick Blicker, with me as always is Luke Todd. Hello. And... We've got Emmy and Junior. Hey. Kia ora, what's on no good? Um, <laughs> Look, I, I, I remember when we spoke to Laura Langman a few years <laughs> ago and she started the episode saying kia ora, and I was like, oh, shit. I, I'd never, whenever I'd seen that, that word, I'd always, you say it like an Australian where it's like kia ora. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Obviously, it's the most offensive thing I could possibly say because I was so confused when she said that. <laughs> Uh, and now that I know how to say it, like, at least partially properly, um, I can understand it now. So, uh kia ora. Is that right? Yeah, I got it right, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah go. good for so, you. Yeah, like you and Bassett also are saying it really well. I've seen her on a few interviews, so <clears throat> good on her.
0: Yeah, so I think it makes me feel much better about myself. So, uh, yeah, we're here to discuss <laughs> uh, the first round of the ANZ Premierships, which was an absolute cracking weekend of games. Mm. Um, now, we're going to go straight into it. Uh, we're going to go game by game and then we're going to go our tips for round two. Um, now I want to start with the first game of the round, which was the Central Pulse and the Northern Stars, with the Northern Stars defeating the Pulse fifty-seven to fifty-three. Luke, I'm going to start with you. What oh. are your thoughts? So you went you went pretty crazy on the stats. So I'm looking no, at your notebook here, no. and oh, God. he's gone super red. It's very I, funny. Oh.
2: <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to run through this a little bit quickly. Um, I hope I don't step on anyone's toes. Um, so I love jury. Um, of course I do And I'm very excited When she plays Seabass next week But uh, Five games for her um, Defensively uh, They actually led 14 to 8 In gains So um, That's pretty good They did have A lot of turnovers though um, Goals from centre pass 41 to 39 uh, 73% to 70 uh, Goals from turnovers uh, Pulse actually lost that 13 to 4 Which is pretty massive mm. Um would it have done? She had eight turnovers, which isn't good. Um I thought Crampton was really good, twenty six goal assists and forty feeds with only one turnover. Yeah.
0: Gina fit right in. Like she looked unbelievable from the word go for, for the stars. So I think for me, like watching I'm pretty sure I said that she was my player of the game. Like it's just from the eye test. For the mm. stars, I think for me, Gina Crampton like stands out massively. Um I think the big takeaway for me for this is that the Pulse's attack end just didn't look very good at all. Like, they just really... There was just... I think I just said there was no, like, cohesion or anything on the court. And Aaliyah Dunn... I mean, she shot 36 from 39. So, look, that's not too bad, but eight turnovers ain't good. Um, And I think... I don't want to say that the fact that Echinazio wasn't on the court meant that the Pulse, like, wins this. I think there's obviously just things that are sort of feeling themselves out. But it did kind of feel like they really were missing... um, Really ran on on the court for for this one. Um, even though like the loss, honestly, it's only four points, so it's not that significant of a loss. And the stars just looked well oiled. And plus, you've got Anna Harrison being a queen. So
2: I, I I think for me, um, the turnovers and stuff were quite bad. And I think if they can fix some of that some of that stuff, they're going to do pretty well this season. I yeah. still think Maddie Gordon for me was also amazing.
0: Oh, Maddie Gordon, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, Junior Emmy, give us some thoughts. What do you, Emmy I'll start with you? What are your what do you would take what are your takeaways from this one?
3: Yeah, I think they're saying like um you really do notice when Es isn't playing, don't you? I think as much as she's an amazing player, she's also an amazing leader and I think, um, you know, she really helps with the confidence of the other girls on the court. So, um, yeah, that's why I gave my six of stars. Um, yeah, Dina Crampton was amazing as we all knew that she would be Um, and really, really exciting to see Paris Mason get out on court. I'm a big fan of hers, and I'm really excited to see what she's going to do in matches to come.
1: Junior? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, pretty much summed it up, um, all of you there. I think... um, Obviously the stars benefited from the pulse not having a Canasio. Um but I also felt like um oh I was pleasantly surprised by how well Scarlet um sorry Harrison played. And I think it just shows that like, you know, when you've got it, like you really especially a player like Harrison, you just you really never lose it. Like she knew what to do, like she knew when to put a hand over the shot, she knew exactly when to cover zone, she knew when to cover that baseline. Like really the pulse attack and just really couldn't find any fluidity um with what um Harrison was doing. Um, but also just the fact that the stars benefited from having that Silver Friends front line and Gina and um, Maya. Um, although Maya, um, I did see you put your hand in Paris's face. Don't think we didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was a very inappropriate. <laughs> um, I was like, Oh, what did Paris do? Um, but it, yeah, I think once again, like it was actually such a good game to kick off A yeah. um, and Z. Yeah. I mean, it just shows what we spoke about before in terms of just the teams, all the teams really just being of high caliber this year.
0: Yeah, I think we were saying in the preseason um, <laughs> scouting report where it, it feels very balanced across the board at this stage for for a lot of these teams. I think the tactics, obviously, being the, the biggest surprise of the round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the Pulse managed to hold on, even though that attack end really did struggle to find that, like you said, Junior, that that sort of fluidity. Um, I think. Yeah,
1: I was su- sorry. I was going to say I was surprised though that they didn't um, push. Soonest into goal attack, given that they did that at the preseason tournament and it worked wonders. But I feel like um I feel like the pulse coach is obviously putting faith in the shooters that she's signed as shooters, which is great to see. Um because it's always very demeaning when you're signed as a shooter and a MIDI takes your goal attack bib. Um and (laughs) even though she stuck with them like you know, they only went down by four goals, which is great because it's only the start of the season. But like I think it was really good that Gail um really trusted her shooters to be shooters. Yeah. Um and, and left Souness in the middle.
0: Do you think if you look at it this way, um, that perhaps the reason that they're leaving, you know, uh, Amari Tibble and Dunn in that, in those positions is because Echinazio might be out for an extended period of time? Like, we don't really have an ETA on her return. Is that maybe just one of those things where it's, all right, let's just try and keep a bit of, like, I, I get a bit, of, a bit of structure in what our lineups are so things don't get too confused? Or is that just a matter of it's the first round, we we can still oh, sort of hold yeah. it with what we've got. I don't know. Like I, I feel like just looking at that, you kind of go, all right. Is it is there? Is Ekinazio out for a more like for four weeks? Is she out for two weeks? And again, I'm not going to speculate. There's no point in speculating because it's it's up to it's up to her and the club. But um, I feel like that's also might be one of the things as well. They just want a bit of structure in that lineup rather than chopping and changing and not really getting and getting a place to understand like their positions and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Is that, is that a potential there for that
1: junior? I, I reckon it's a combination of both. Like, cause it is like, you know, obviously nothing exists in a vacuum. So you want to just make sure that, you know, Amelia Rand could be up for one, two X amount of weeks, or she could come back and get an like, you know, a sustaining a, a physical injury. Um, so, you know, as a team, you never want to just be, you know, rely on like, you know, those individual players in those really key spots. Um, and then obviously as well, you know, making sure that they're sticking to their structures. So yeah, I think from what you said a bit of a combination of both.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, anything else from this one before I move on? No, we're all good? I love it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on to the game of the round in my opinion. And I think there's a reason for that. Oh, here we go. Um, you know, we, we did our tips and one of the, the things that stuck out to me when <sighs> and I think it stuck out to a lot of people as well, is that the Southern Steel I chose the Southern Steel to defeat um the the tactics this weekend and you know, and the result was uh, the, the, the Steel defeat. Sure? Well, I'm, I'm 100% sure, actually.
2: I-, I, I actually, I don't know her. Um, I have receipts. I, I, all
3: of a sudden, I can't
2: read. <laughs> <laughs> Did we um, lose? We <laughs> the again. I um, was in the Matrix at the time. Did we lose? I don't
0: remember. <laughs> Look, I know it's going to bite me in the ass, but uh, yeah, so the, the Southern Steel defeat the tactics 54 to 36. Um, wowee, wowee. um George Fisher. Wow, uh, she has fit in very, very nicely. Um, I, I couldn't believe how comfortable she looked from from the word go. I mean, I know that you mentioned on Twitter, um, her and Tiana just look like they've been together forever, and the vibe under that yeah. post is just so positive. And like, you can't help but Absolutely. feel excited for it. Hey, like, I, like, what were your hype levels? Mm. I think because mine were at absolute uh- max.
3: That's just what I love. Like, just you could just see the pure happiness between those two. Like, I think they're an awesome combo and like great recruitment on Skills behalf because they're both just like I don't know. Like, I feel like you, if you have that, um, you know, bouncing off each other and that real positive energy, you're it's always going to be successful. And they're both just so impressive, uh, Maturo and Fischer. And and I guess like I said, it looks like they've been playing together for years. So impressive for um, two players who are both super young as well. I think 22 and 20 or um, something like that. They're, they're quite young as well. Um, yes, yeah, so that was like definitely my highlight. And I guess I would just add that like last season, still were probably my least favourite team to watch. They, I found them very frustrating, especially um, down the attacking end. And I have to say that one round in, they're probably up there with my favourite, most enjoyable teams that I think I'm going to be... Um, Keeping
0: an eye on this year, yeah, a hundred percent. Luke, what was the stats pull for this one?
2: Um, oh, um, so Ellie Bird six turnovers. Uh, Burger had seven gains, but they only converted forty five percent of them. Um, center pass to goal percentage for the tactics was fifty seven percent. still seventy percent, and in that last quarter, they only converted thirty six percent of their center passes.
0: Yeah, so because that final quarter, the steel defeated. What? Well, sorry, defeated. The fourth quarter was a sixteen to six scoring line, which is absolutely insane, considering. Yeah, they got smashed. Wow. Um, Amazing. And and it has to go down to, I think for me, obviously, one of the big standouts, I think, across the community was Fafida, who had an absolute blinder of a game. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. she
2: can get even better as well because she had eight games oh, and 13 contacts. Her contacts were quite high. So I think if she can clean that up, she's probably going to get more balls. You
0: know, I remember you m- mentioning pre-show, like that start. It was, if, if she cleans that up, she's just... I mean, she looked amazing like on that night, but yeah, far out.
2: I reckon once you go... I don't know what you think, Junior, but once you go over sort of nine, get to eight or nine, the refs start picking on you and stuff that you probably in other like other mm. games wouldn't get picked for you start getting pulled for it?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, well honestly, the, when I was watching a Steel, it was like that um it was like that Lady Gaga meme where she's like amazing, iconic, never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, <laughs> unreal, inspirational. Because I just could not and I was so happy to be proven wrong because I assumed the tactics were just because they had just such so, such good form coming into um, round one. But the steel were amazing. I think like, everything hummed at exactly the right time on court for them. Like, you had Tanisha playing really solid netball. Um, the unsung hero in uh, Shannon Saunders, she was amazing at winning attack. Yeah. She was just that real glue, and then she moved to center. Um, And, like, Tiana Maturo just setting up Georgia Fisher for everything. Like, their combination, like, it was amazing to see... Because Tiana's such a courageous... She's very fearless in the way she plays goal attack. So she was doing those look-away passes. She was doing those quick... Um, like, you know, when Georgia was in between two and eyes were down, she'd, like, shove it in there. And, like, some of the stuff didn't pull off and they still did so well. So just imagine as the season progresses when Georgia figures out how Tiana wants that ball given in. Once they really start working together, they're going to be a uh, way better than they are right now. And they already are so good. So I think the steal... And for them to be able to get, like, their entire bench on the court... Um, Kate Heffernan, I don't know she could play center so well, and I was I know. pleasantly surprised. It was amazing. Like the steel, just you can't fault any of them. They all really did their job, um, and especially for a new team who had, I think, the biggest turnover in um, roster. Um, what a better way to start your season, really?
0: Yeah, and I think if you if you look at Tiana's like shooting percentage, she only shot fifty seven percent, but and that does not like in terms of the eye test, it's not that great, but it's about what she sort of does around that to support like George under the post, but yeah. also like her mid quarters that are surrounding the circle as well, because she's had 24 feeds and 20 assists. So in terms of like offsetting the fact that she's not having, like she's having an off shooting night, she's backing that up by actually being involved mm-hmm. in the play and making things move. And I think the fact that George was able to hold under that post so beautifully and her footwork was unbelievable. I I gifted it on Twitter, actually. I just couldn't believe it because I, I was... Watching that on repeat because I was just like, I need to learn how to fucking do that because when I, I I'm I'm uh-huh. in the mud all the time. I need to stop doing that. So there's it's just yeah. re- it's it's really exciting and I think, June, you make a good point as well. The fact that there's so much turnover um, and how they've they've come out so strong and they've really put the sword to the tactics who were, you know, who are still touted as one of the sides to beat um, this season um, is super exciting. But I, I want to kind of look at the tactics side of things because. Um, I know, I feel for me, like Jane Watson and Karen Berger didn't really, there was a lot of frustrations under that post, I think. Um, looking at that yeah. sort of attack, and I, I figured that they would actually give George and, and Tiana a bit more of, a, of you know, a fit, but I didn't really get that from that. Did anyone else get that sort of vibe that it felt a little bit frustrating that things weren't really falling their
1: way? Yeah, I think I, from what I was looking, and in terms of Jane and... Uh, Jane and Berger work so well together in the Ferns environment, especially against, especially as we saw at Constellation Cup against, you know, a really traditional moving goal attack um, as from like Australia, which it would, you know, and they, they're really used to that really rhythmic movement. But whereas Tiana, if you really watch her goal attack, she's... Like, she is unorthodox. She's very, very strong in the body. Um, and she really attacks the ball and she really gives an unorthodox feed. And I really felt like that really frustrated Berger, Um, Because she just really, like, even if she went tight one-on-one, Tiana was sending like sending it in. If she dropped back, Tiana took front position and was just giving in quick feeds. Um, I think, unfortunately, like, nothing kind of went right for them. And, you know, you just start spiraling.
0: Is, obviously, again, that they had a key out with um, Tapai being... List um, ruled out. I think with an ankle. I think it was an ankle. Yeah, yeah ankle. it was ankle. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, I, yeah that to me felt like a sort of a last minute ish scratch. Um, do you think that not having Selby Rickett there makes changes? I mean, obviously it changes the whole system because she's sort of the glue under the post and the attack end. But um, what, how how do the tactics sort of recover from this? I guess because look, it's a pretty significant loss considering only thirty six points. It's not it's not that great. Looking at how at how Ellie Bird sort of got in her head as well towards the third, I think, of the fourth quarter, she started getting like her head was sort of dropping a bit. Um, what do you yeah, like? What do you well, like? What do you do? How do you approach like? How do you approach that? Like, I mean, Emmy, like, I know you. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of pull you in here because I know that you coach a couple of youngins, um, and I'm I want you to yeah. I want you to impart a bit of coaching wisdom for me. What What do you do when you see your, your youngins sort of put their head down and, and and get in their own heads? What What are you, what are you gonna tell them?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's hard, isn't it? And I feel like that's sort of what's happening on my team. And I think um, especially Ali Bird, I think she's a huge confidence player as well. So I think Kaya um, really does um, help her out in that regard when, you know, she can kind of start to tidy things up and sink a couple long bumps and just, you know, um, give Ally a bit of confidence back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Help me out, Junior. What
1: do you think? honestly i i have um a little to no sympathy um because you're a professional athlete (laughs) um like like a girl like you like at the end of the day you get paid to like the ball through the hoop um so of course i have you know i i am empathetic to what's happening on court around her, given that tp wasn't playing but like you know in terms of these are opportunities that you step up to the plate and, mm. and if you don't step up to the plate i mean it just reflects it can only reflect on you really yeah. like especially in the like when you're especially a goal shooter you're like you know the goal shooter of your team it's your responsibility primarily to put you know put points on the scoreboard if you, you just have to be someone that has that mental toughness like you know if you look around the world of the best shooters you know none of them are really like none of them are really like the got like you know they're not the bridesmaids they're all damn brides like or they're all very dominant they take charge and, you know, Allie Bird just has to find that within her. Um, and you know, that like, I'm sure that they have the support structures necessary, but they just didn't have it that night. I'm
3: just imagining saying that to my under yeah. and then thirsting his tears, and then their mom's like abusing
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. What? Like yeah, <laughs> at that level, definitely. But at like, you know, like, like, you know, this is an, like at the elite level where, you know, you get money in the bank. Like there is, you really don't have any excuse, um, You know, apart from an injury or, or, you know, as we've seen. But, yeah, that's just me. (laughs)
2: Um, My beloved tactics, I think they need to clean it up a bit. Um, I think think Poi was leading for contacts um, for the team, which is kind of crazy Crazy to me, the the penalty difference. Yeah, if you're playing centre and you've got 10 contacts, something's going wrong. Yeah. and I think as well, the actual difference was quite high. I think it was 10 or 12, like, team by team in the end of it. Um, I think next week, um, when they play the Steel, uh, I think Harrison... Wait, the tax
0: are playing a Steel, you mean?
2: Yeah, I think they are.
0: No, they played the Steel this weekend.
2: Yeah. Are they? Okay. Oh, um, sorry, not the Steel. Oh, yes, no what's the the stars stars. sorry oh my god how embarrassing Um, I've had a long day sorry Um, when they play but my point was is Bird is going to be against Harrison I reckon Harrison is going to feast yeah because she has the height so you don't have the height advantage is gone um, so they can't just hold and lob it into the backspace because Harrison's going to get it
0: yeah I think Junior also made a good point just on the Harrison um, on the Harrison thing uh, the fact that She's 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 up there in age, but she hasn't lost it because when you, what you lose in athleticism, you gain in smarts. And she's yeah, so, she's so smart, smart at reading oh. the fucking game that you're just like, with with those defenders that with the attackers that really do get in their own head, she'll see that and just be like, easy. We, well, you can't teach
1: height, so literally, it's like, Noel says entered the chat and is like, do you want to play friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've got only three defenders lately. Have you? Do you want to play friends again? I mean. I don't know. Honestly, it was uh, like yeah, it was amazing to watch
0: it. What a queen! All right, uh, we're going to move on to the last game. I think this is probably the most hyped game um, of the round with uh, the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic defeating the Northern Mystics sixty-four to sixty. All right, Luke, I want you to give me some stats from this. I know we we're talking pre-show, there was a couple of really interesting stats coming out of this. Oh,
2: probably the probably the best one was Magic converted a hundred percent of their gains. Which is insane! Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, they didn't get as many gains um, as the Mystics, but they picked the right balls and converted them, which I think is awesome. Yeah,
0: I think that's an emphasis that I f- that you find a lot of coaches are talking about is that when you look, uh, if you're not if you're turning the ball over, you have to to convert because if you don't, it's just a waste of time. So,
2: um, I thought Tui with thirty two goal assists and two turnovers was very good. Savior's um, Queen. Grace had 10 turnovers, though, so...
0: Yeah, this is... Th- I felt like watching the Mystics... Mez and Noeki looked really... Like, there was this one possession, I think, in the second quarter where Nwaki had, like, prime position to shoot and then she just tried to offload it to Mez where, as Mez was driving into the circle. And I was like, oh, mm,
1: okay. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, That's and I,
0: like- I thought it was just a bit weird. I was like, like is there no confidence there or... Like, yeah, a bit unsettled. Yeah, just it felt a bit. I mean, you're obviously she is young. Yeah, and look, I'm not gonna like again. It's hard. I think she. What was the bad? What was the bad handstand actually for her? That was like. I think it was six bad hands. Six bad hand you know, turnovers, which is which is a lot. Um, and I think it happened early on, and then I think once things sort of stabilised, um, she looked she looked much better. But I also have to give credit to um Arena and Timolisi as well. Like they were both phenomenal defensively um on on the court. I, I get such a. Baka Tower is like one of my favorite defenders because she's so fast. But the thing that worried me when I was sort of, when they cut to a couple of close-ups of her, there's so much like, uh, what, what what's the, like the K-tape? She's like, she's like a mummy. Mm. She's got that K-tape. She's yeah. wrapped in that shit. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So look, Temelisi, please look after yourself because you're one of my favorite defenders. Hang in there, babe. Yeah, exactly. Um, We'll, we'll get onto the mystics a little bit um shortly, but I want to talk about uh the magic because obviously Seabass... Um, had a debut game for the Magic, and just game aside, um, being a body language expert like I am, um, the first <laughs> imme- the first immediate you are? no, I'm not, um, but the first immediate <laughs> thought that I got from seeing Seabass on that court is that she was so happy, uh, and she felt kind of at peace. I don't know, Seabass, if you're listening, which oh probably my God, aren't, stop. yeah, you're probably you're good. Okay, so, uh, but yeah. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Look, she was, she just looked so happy on the court, and honestly, she looked more comfortable there, and running her with Shara Semple, who also had a terrific game, there's, I don't know, it was just fun to watch. Especially with the doco coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that kind
2: of would have played on her mind. Oh,
0: 100%, 100%, and I think putting the doco aside, um, this environment feels very natural for, for Caitlin, and... I think once she actually finally got that first goal, because it was interesting because she kept sort of... The ball really wasn't coming to her for a couple of possessions early on and it was just going to Semple and Semple was obviously converting it. And I think... What was what was the nickname that Seabass had for, for Semple? M, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Chi-Chi. Oh my God, that's so cute. See, like, it, she's already... To me, the, the vibe that I've gotten is that she's really making the effort to connect with, mm. with this team. And it seems to have paid off because, I mean, the magic... Oh that attack end, especially with Winders as well, looked really, really good. And I think it's all it, all it's going to do is, you know, more and more games and more and more time together, they're going to be very, very, very strong side on that end. Um, now, Junior, I want to get your thoughts. What were your overall thoughts on this one for both sides?
1: Um, I will just say for the Magic that once they really figure out Bassett's body positioning, like if they had like... To be fair, if they really had a connect, like if Bassett's connection was a bit more solid, that scoreline would have been a lot more than four. There was just obviously a lot of ball that went over the baseline or that was overestimated, just because obviously, like, you know, Bassett hasn't been, um, Bassett's only been here since Constellation Cup. So they haven't really had much time. But that's such, once again, exciting that at the start of the year, like, or the start of the season, it's like that. Um, and also just the fact that, Bassett was really, like, Bassett actually worked well with both Semple um, and Williams. So when either or came on, there was no, like, there was no, like, you, you know, when sometimes you make a change, um, you know, there's a bit of rigidity, and like you know, you create a turnover here and there. Like she worked really well, especially with Kiana, who's so young. Yes. But you can really—I loved hearing Bassett like really supporting and actually talking to both of them and setting them up, um, and running screens. Um, obviously, you know, this—we're seeing the benefits that we wanted when we when when Bassett had come over. or the ones that we could see happening, those benefits are actually right in front of us on TV. So I think once Grace. Grace is just underestimating the defender's movement when Bassett changes her body positioning. But once they sort of get that timing right, they'll be able to feed Bassett from anywhere, really. But at the moment, they're just like, they're just not quite gelling. But once they do, I mean, amazing work. On the yeah. other end, the Mystics are probably in, in like the opposite with their attacking. Like they've had so much time together, I'm a little bit confused as to why it's not happening for them. Um, and I think that just boils down to um, they've got so much flair. And like we, you know, we see them speak about their flair in, in the video, their preseason video. And um, I think for them, it's a matter of like actually controlling their tempo, other than letting the tempo like control you. Mm. Um, just so many times they're trying to do this like hard ball in or this really like you know this really challenging hard chest passing that that would go flying past everyone. Um, I think they need to really rein that in and, and really try and craft really good play instead of like you know really like trying to let the ball go just for the sake of letting it go. Um, and that really showed because you know Better threw away a little bit of ball um and then and then all of a sudden Taylor was like you know all over the place um and then Grace was a little bit flustered. Um, sometimes when the ball comes in so rapidly and so erratically and, and if, if it doesn't flow right the shooter doesn't quite feel confident or the shooter sometimes feel out of place. Um, so they're just they just need to work on that a little bit more. Um, otherwise defensive end both sides did so well defensively. obviously it was a defender's game and I think some of that, those key turnovers that Tamsi got at the end um, really resulted in that four point that four point lead but I think both teams have the most attacking power out of any teams and whoever figures out first is probably going to be really successful this season.
0: One of the things that I notice with the Mystics when they sort of run the mid-court into the attack is that Toa Iavo is like, she drives like wide, like, like every maybe second possession, drives really, really wide and then lobs it into Noeke. And the thing is with the defenders is that there's so much time for them to set up on Noeki in the post mm-hmm. that if she's going to pass that, Noeki is a, like, I didn't really notice much of a split. So like Noweki's not really guarding the backspace behind her. So when you've got like Makarei, in front of her, who's basically matches up pretty. I'm pretty sure, like in terms of height, height yeah, about the same. She's I, not I so? shorter, yeah. yeah, a little bit shorter, yeah. yeah. But Makadi is experienced. She knows what she's doing, and she's very good in the front space. And I think when Taiye is sort of like throwing those, like really not un, sort of like uncontrolled lobs into to Nwaki, it just seemed like, like you said, Junior, she couldn't find the confidence and couldn't find the rhythm because it was always yeah. she's always trying to hold her space but also defend her back space. Yeah. So that so she, so she can potentially catch that lob, and I just thought that was really interesting because they ran the play quite a lot, and I don't know if it was just because there's no there. For me, especially early on with the Mystics, there wasn't much structure. It was very all over the place, and I think the Magic kind of played down to that in moments as well, where the Magic actually looked like they were doing similar, really like chop choppy work in the midcourt mm-hmm. where the ball's getting turned over and it's sliding, and everyone's doing you know X and Y, but I think. Jun, you make a really good point. I think Kate Burley for me is a really big standout for the Mystics. Um Oof. she looks she looks undersized, but she's um she's got it. Hey, like she's uh she was a beast to watch. Um mm. who else? Oh, Sulu Fitzpatrick, of course. What a fucking stupid thing. Yeah, those two together yeah, I
3: think yeah. um were yeah. a really good combo for the Mystics. I'm really excited to
1: see what they do. Yeah, and I think having Sulu I just there to know as what well. Emmy has to say so. I just want to hear what Emmy has to say about Bassett or just the, yeah. this, this experience in general. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so was, to hear
0: it. Yeah, the platform's
3: it was yours. Like, it was so nice to watch. I think, like, the Mystics were great. We know they're a great team, but that match really meant something to Magic, I think. You know, they were doing it to see Bass. They were, um, you know, helping her grow her feathers back. Like, I like that analogy of sort of, like, whenever I think of, like, coming out of a toxic relationship or a toxic workplace and you feel like <laughs> you've been completely fucked. And I think that she was really sort of growing her feathers back and, and not only doing that, but you can just see, like, she's such a natural leader and the way that she was getting around the girls and, you know, encouraging the, the young ball mm. attacks. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy for her. And even, like, you know, I I stalked them all on social media and she's out <laughs> and about and doing stuff in the community, like, with a big smile on her face. And, like, she even sent that tweet out, like, oh, thanks so much, everyone, for all the and I think I think she just really
0: needed it. I'm just so happy for her. What a woman! I think you made a really good point as well, M. Too. Like, the I think she really has taken it upon herself to be a leader. And I'm not saying that she wasn't an at a previous sort of a, uh, like her previous destinations, but for this one, it was abundantly clear quite early on that she really was taking that leadership role and not letting things get in like get to her. And she was helping out her attack end, and like she was communicating so animated and i don't say that it's a bad thing yeah. like she's she, traditionally like when you watch seabass when she's talking to her attackers and things aren't going well or whatever she's not that animated but she was super animated for a couple of those things where she's like all right no like we can't be i think yeah, it, was it was like one position where, yeah. yeah and when you see that it's like it's just kind of like it it is very very sweet to see considering just how rough the last 12 months have i imagine have been for her um yeah. And you can't help but just attach yourself to a, to them um, as a club and, and really as a story. So it was um, honestly, just as a fan of netball, it was just nice to see you get back onto the court and actually get proper time playing, um, you know, the traditional game of netball. So. Mm. Come
1: on, 60 minutes of real netball? That's probably the first 60 minutes of real netball just had since 2019.
0: Yeah, on a, with, I mean, this is the thing. Like I, I, I think I said it on Twitter, like, a su- super shot drama and all that sort of stuff aside, honestly, it's just nice to see traditional netball because you there's a lot of like especially with the three games that happened this weekend um this past weekend there's it's just it's just a different game you know like the strategy mm-hmm. there's so much more strategy it's more patient it's I don't know, you might lose a bit of the hype factor with like, you know, you know Tip of Dwan going from eight from nine from the super shot or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, for me, like the traditional netball is like what we all sort of grew up to love. So it's it's just kind of nice to have it. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to throw yeah. that one out there. Um, Luke, you look Agreed. like you're about to say something.
2: Oh, um, oh I was just going <laughs> to say, um, for me, like I watched the preseason tournament, but for whatever reason, the games like in the first round, I really noticed the ball speed difference and the physicality and how much, I think everyone is hungry to be a fern. Mm. I felt that and whether there's just this hunger that they're like, we are playing for a spot because everyone can get a spot. There's no, we're
0: saving spots for people. It's everyone is fair game, and I just love it. Yeah, because Noeline's just like mafia, you know. She's just like, oh, you know what? Like, if you're not like performing up to standard, you dropped. Simple as that. Or you're not like yeah. Yeah. so on and so forth. Like it's brutal, but it's what has made the Ferns as dominant as they have been over the last couple of years.
2: And I, w- I don't want to be mean. <laughs> I love, God. I love Suncorp, but I, I think the physicality and the sp- the ball speed for me, yeah. I think potentially New Zealand. This could be the decade of the ferns. I think you oh, said that
1: definitely. as well. Yeah, I mean, ugh, netball Australia better get it together, honestly, or else they're gonna get worse. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're, well, we're really about to enter a golden era of New Zealand I, netball.
2: Hundred percent. I could I could see them winning every major tournament. Um, yeah, until netball Australia sort themselves out. To be honest.
0: Oh yeah, I, I think, and I think there's probably. Uh, like there's a huge group of people that support the diamonds that would agree with that. I think mm. the, the wider community would agree the fact that the like, fans are probably a much better. I spot. remember
2: when we, when I was looking at when they opened the live stream. I think it was like 2016, and um, the ball speed then to now, it's just like oh, it's it's not hundred percent different. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, um, and that, that's so impressive that you could put in a program, even like. Knowles is so amazing that you could apply this to any almost any business strategy or anything like that finance strategy whatever the fact that she's implemented a plan and it has come to fruition quite quickly and so amazingly and so structured is just on any level amazing.
0: I also think you have to tip your hat to Nepal New Zealand for allowing for them for them like not being too sort of. Well, rigid. To be honest, like they've been like all right, really Knowles, yeah like not but they're like him. yeah exactly yeah. because she's you know she obviously get, had that experience over in the SSN winning back-to-back prems and then coming over and going all right this is the program you need to be patient you also need me to uh, yeah. like you yeah. need to give me the freedom and then I'll get you where you want to go and it's it's paying off like not even Brilliant. just in like mm-hmm. not, not even just the in the ferns but as new zealand netball it is it is a vastly different game to what it was four years ago. But the
2: whole, the yep, whole structure, yep, yep. the whole structure with like the coaching and, um, you know the fitness levels and all of that. It's just such a huge endeavor to go under, and I I just can't see. Um, as much as you know, I met Stacey a few times last season, and she's lovely. I just don't see that we we have the ability to do what they're doing because of the structure that we have. Suncorp Super Netball is an entertainment product. It's not what New Zealand Netball have. Mm. So it's yeah. difficult.
3: It's not a pathway to announce. You know, kind of exactly exactly
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. And it was speaking yeah. of pathways, I find this really bizarre. There's a girl I play with, um, and she's mates with Steph Wood, and she was in state teams with Steph Wood. And she like she honestly, she could easily play she would absolutely annihilate in Sapphire series, all of that. She's an amazing player. She just like, great. And I said to her, I was like, how did you not excel past this? And she's like, oh, I just didn't have a pathway. And I was just like, whoa. Mm. And Mm. there's heaps of um, sort of um, players that we played with at Albion that were very similar. And I know Junior, you've spoken about it before, but it's just amazing how in New Zealand, it's almost like everyone has an opportunity if you're good enough, not, you mm, don't have pathway blockages. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Or you didn't go to the right school or you didn't get a scholarship or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: sorry. Rant over. The g- honestly, great rant. Not as Not controversial yet. as I expected, to be honest. <laughs> you, you, you were sitting there just as I was about to like wrap up and you were like biting your tongue. I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say? And then it came out...
3: <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I was just getting my
2: popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, there goes the Channel Nine contract. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna be
0: he's gonna be forcibly removed from USC and Nissan Arena this year. So it's that, <laughs> just
2: it's honestly, um, Steph Woods' mate. She's so bloody good. What's and her name? She's Ima what's
0: do I have I'm
3: going to gonna follow
2: her. Oh, mate. Her Instagram, is, she's okay. insane. She's so fit. Actually, no. But, her yeah. vertical, like, she's knocking guys that are 6'3", and she's, I think, 5'7". She's getting up to the balls. She's
0: crazy. Yeah. Is this in? Was oh no! Sorry, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of someone else. Dying. She
2: plays. She plays indoor super league and stuff, but she doesn't really take it seriously. But oh yeah, I said that something, some. Some of weird. us do. No, no, but like she, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. She she's she's good enough that she doesn't have to take it seriously and still like win shit and stuff like that. What a what a dream! Oh yeah, what a flex. Me taking it um,
3: <laughs> so seriously. It's my whole life and
0: I'm still starving. <laughs> Don't say that. I feel that, nah, I, feel, I, I, feel that I feel that. So it's all right. shut um, right.
2: up. You do not.
0: Yes, I do. We won't get into this. We gotta, You're gotta, a good player. i have going to wrap on the episode. So.
2: Mate, we are going to have the best team for um, the NetFit thing, NetFest.
0: Oh, yeah. We just put Junior in Shooter. Boom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll go wing attack and I'll just throw it. Yeet it. Sorry, Gina. I just love that. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to... That's my coaching decision, so... <laughs> <laughs> actually, Gina you would know be great is if we had a team and we got,
2: like, Kylie or someone to actually coach us.
0: <laughs> Let's Kylie, for so Yeah, Kylie. Funny. Kylie, I know you listen. I know you're listening. Yeah. Kylie, you need to coach our Netfit team. You her literally... hubby, her hubby
2: is a huge fan. <laughs> you literally she...
0: just... Come along to the beach Don't have to do anything Have a coffee Sit on the side Have a wine That would be so funny And scream at us That's all we want She'd we just, just want to give up at. She'd
2: throw the bloody book at us
0: I just want to be screamed at by Kylie That's right You know
2: Everyone does <laughs> <laughs> She just gets like a hot coffee And just pours it on yeah. my head Not good
0: enough <laughs> oh fuck okay all right. Uh, that'll do us us for this week Uh, as always you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle come and chat with us we are posting stuff getting hype Um, there was some there's been some really um, amazing dress reveals over the last couple of days from the uh, from the swifts and the vixens so Mm. um, Luke doesn't agree that's Mm -hmm. okay um I think they're good, so that's all that matters. Anyway, so uh, we, we're posting that. We're uh, we're chatting on there. Um, so please come along and, and, and send us any messages or any uh, feedback on the episode. We love it. We also have an email: the at gmail.com Please send us an email if you if you like. Uh, I know. Did we actually respond to Emmy's email, Luke? No, yeah, I did respond to Emmy's you
2: email. Did you
3: know? Oh. Yeah, I messaged you. I'm even you. Checking, I'm checking my spam. Right, okay. I messaged, I
2: messaged okay. you and said thank you for the email. I love, I
0: love, that, you're like checking, <laughs> I love that you're checking your spam. Emmy, um, <laughs> I, I, I will respond to your uh, email this evening. Uh, yeah, certainly. So
2: Vixens, Vixens are the only ones that get through to your inbox, hey? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I've got
3: yeah. like a filter. It says <laughs> Nick or Luke, it's straight to spam.
0: <laughs> Look, honestly. Look fat. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you can get us on, on Twitter as well, um, at bleakster, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R, and at BLT underscore 86 for Luke. Uh, Emmy's is at concierge Marie, with uh, two E's for Marie, so M-A-R-E-E, and uh, Junior Levy is, uh, wait, Junior, yours is underscore Junior Levy, isn't it? Sure. Uh, Junior Levy
1: underscore. Uh, oh,
0: fuck. So close.
2: Um, Emmy, <laughs> you hit 500,000 likes on TikTok.
0: Yeah. Oh, did you? Uh, oh, my amazing. God, imagine Amazing. Yeah.
2: Are they going to start paying you now? Do you get paid for that?
3: Oh, uh, I hope Nah, I think you have to, it, it depends on your followers, if you can be, like, in the creator fund. But then, even oh. then, you only get, like, 18 cents for, like, trillion views or something. I'm just like,
0: no. Nah. Oh, God. Oh. Look, just keep doing Still. what you're doing, Em. It's amazing. Um, I'm obsessed with it. Thank so you. That's all that matters. 100%. Again, yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, that'll do us um, for this week. We will be back next week with our round two deconstruction of the ANZ premierships. Um, We'll also chuck our tips up. Oh, Um, we're going to chuck our tips up. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the tips again. I did the tips. I woke. Luke messaged me and was like, "Can we do the tips in lieu of not doing the episode last week?" And I was just like, "Yeah, I can do that." And I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and did it so I could get out on time. So, someone's is that your phone, Luke? Okay, cool. Someone's
2: popular. popular. No, I thought it was. was Sorry.
0: I oh was I God, was about to go I was got about to go laces places
2: late. to be
1: worse <laughs> 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 Nick's
3: hairdresser. It's Nick's hairdresser, where are you Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah Nick's hairdresser's like the hell? <laughs> um, oh streaking cat, let's go. <laughs>
2: let's give him some tips. Oh, um, cut. Yeah.
0: Just shave it all <laughs> oh, off like shit. a Britney.
2: Do a full Britney. Love it.
0: Yeah, go for it. Why not? Um, but yeah, so we'll be back uh, next week with um with uh, follow-up for the uh, round two of the Anz Prems. But our tips will go live, um, I think, on Saturday morning if I can get to the graphic tomorrow. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, so get excited. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Bye.
1: See, ya. See ya.